Hard Rehab, the show where we go from zero to black one episode at a time. My name is Crystal and I am joined by my white friend Paige. Hello. Hi Paige. On a scale of zero to black, how are you feeling today? I'm feeling Jennifer Hudson in Cats today. Mm, okay, Jennifer Hudson. In Cats. In so cats, like a cat, but with like human hands. So you human saw feet. It. I did see it. Okay. And, and <laughs> was crying with laughter up until Jennifer Hudson sang and then was actually crying until she finished singing and then it was back to laughter what did she sing does she She, sing memory she does sing memory and she (laughs) blows the house down and it's amazing and it's like you've been making fun of the movie the entire time and then she sings and you're just like she is our national treasure and then the rest of the movie goes off the rails but okay got it on a scale of zero to african-american how are you feeling today crystal um I was going to say Nick Cannon, but. (laughs) (laughs) But it's only because I've been binge watching The Mad Singer. (laughs) And living off Mariah Carey's alimony. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. But you know what? I feel this is why I feel like he deserves it. Only because he did one time rent out all of Disneyland for her. I do remember that. But I feel like he only deserves it if he then pushed her around Disneyland in an office chair, the way that she gets pushed to concerts. (laughs) Okay. All right. (laughs) Well, today I'm happy to welcome uh, my next guest. Uh, He's been on the Eric Andre show. You guys, welcome to Black Car Rehab, Neil Charles. Hey. Hey. Nice to be here. Thank you for having me. Yeah. (laughs) Tell us anything you wanted to plug. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Um, I have a podcast. I have a 90s hip hop uh, uh, retro podcast called Swatches and Boomboxes. Okay. I love that it rhymes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Me and my (laughs) co-host, Jim Search, uh, came up with that. Wait, like MC Search? Hmm? MC Search? Oh, no relation. Okay. (laughs) I was like... That's a legit 90s hip hop <laughs> podcast. <laughs> but yeah, so it's, a, it's a really cool um, podcast. We review uh, hip hop from like, I'd say like 1990 all the way to like 2005, 2006, somewhere around there. Okay. So it's a fun era. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. And on a scale of zero to black, how do you feel today? Oh, man. On a scale <laughs> of zero to black, I would say I feel. Old Kanye. Ooh. Old Kanye. Yeah, okay. Old Kanye. Like, uh, through, like the wire five through the wire. Okay. Five beats a day for three summers. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> not the new Kanye. Not the new Kanye. Definitely not okay. that. Mm. Not, not, in a, not in a field praying with people wearing nope. <laughs> baptism no, clothing. Like Sunday service with Hollywood celebrities. No, nah, fam. No. Nah. <laughs> All right, and today you are, I mean, I love that it's, it goes right with the podcast. Today you're going to talk to us, right, about 90s hip-hop? Oh, yeah. Okay. Nice. Where, where, what's a 90s hip-hop primer? Oh, man. Like, how, where what? do we start? <laughs> well, I mean, there's so many different starting points because I would say that the 90s was when hip-hop really blew up and became mainstream, yeah. you know? Like, I mean, it was an explosion with gangster rap and stuff like that in like the late 80s and mm-hmm. that's when people started to take notice mm-hmm. but then when people really started to monetize it and mm-hmm. make millions and billions of dollars off of it yeah. was when the 90s slash 2000s came in and we had so many um, influential artists because it's not just that you know the culture 
influences hip hop. Like hip hop influences the culture. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I'm not trying to yeah, sound no, like KRS One right now because that's <laughs> that's a lot I know, of wait, what he I does. do know who that is. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you know more about 90s hip hop than I do. Very possibly. I grew up <laughs> I grew up near Oakland uh, okay. in the 90s. <laughs> so yeah, and I was like, well, you I mean, I'm not trying to flatter you, but you 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 both look quite young, so I didn't know <laughs> you. where you were on this cuz a lot of times when I talk to people about 90s hip hop, they're like, "Wow, like my dad used to listen to that." And it makes oh, me man. feel old, I'm 40. I'm, I don't I don't think I'm that old, but yeah. I'm I'm 4 years away from that. Okay. I I am Eight years away from that. Could 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 not tell at all. I know. Because <laughs> you know like how... young twenty something year olds. And, you, know. you know how black don't crack, fat also don't crack. <laughs> so it's it's the cheese that prevents us from cracking. <laughs> people are always like, you never see old fat people. I'm like, I know. It's magic. <laughs> we are old. You just can't tell. <laughs> Do you have, like, what would you say is your favorite thing about that time? Oh, man. Um, hmm. Hmm, 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 It was definitely the music because yeah. when I think back to where I was during that time period, mm-hmm. the 90s specifically, like, I was a teenager in Brooklyn, New York, so mm-hmm. it was dangerous as hell. Mm-hmm. Like, I was going to high school. In Brooklyn. And did you relate to the music? Oh, definitely. Okay, so you felt like they were speaking experiences that you were actually having. To some degree. Like, <laughs> I could I could understand, like, you know, um, like, I lived in a poor neighborhood, mm-hmm. so I could understand, like, the danger and the violence, and but selling crack and all that? Nah, fam. <laughs> <laughs> I had you two like, good I'm working gonna parents. i have to use my imagination here. <laughs> I was like, I know what you're talking about, but I don't want to know exactly what you're talking about because nah, I'm trying to go to college and, you know, become a stand-up comedian, which is a mistake further on in the future. Do you have a favorite artist? Oh, yeah. I have several. Okay. Um, off the, just off the top of my, my head, I could say um, the Wu-Tang Clan. Okay. Ain't none to fuck with. And also for the children. 100%. R.I.P. <laughs> ODB. Oh. One of the greatest. Um, I liked The Roots a lot. That was that was my favorite band back uh-huh. then. My favorite uh, group, group slash band. And, um, of course, the late, great, notorious B.I.G. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Were you listening to a Tribe Called Quest before Oh, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. I was, and I used to get made fun of sometimes. For, like, really? Because I used to listen to them and De La Soul. Yeah. And at the time, it was like, you know, um, like if you didn't listen to like hardcore rap, uh-huh. you know, like I'll kill you, shoot you in the face, and <laughs> I'll fuck you up. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Then they were like, you're not, you know. You're not doing it right. Yeah. So there was there was a lot of judgment. But who's there. they? Like your friends? They, yeah, friend it was like it was like friends. I wouldn't even call them friends. I'd say mainly acquaintances in school. Yeah. Because a lot of these people, I, I just quickly, I was like, these people are not my friends. These are just okay. people that I'm, these are coworkers. These are people I'm in school with. Can you, know? you set the scene for like that kind of interaction though? Because it's just so far outside of my experience. Oh my <laughs> <But> God. Like... <laughs> <laughs> so you're in school and then what? Somebody... Somebody in all black with a hat backwards comes up to you. <laughs> is that, like, is, that, <laughs> is that the picture you get, Crystal? Is that? <laughs> and they're like, 
yo, are you listening to the right stuff? <laughs> is, that, is that what you think happens? I mean, that's very different. I was picturing like the puffy jean jacket with the Nuwabian movement on the back and bean pies. So, I, you know, okay. go either way. Okay. I, I, yeah, I respect it. I respect yeah, it. Well, okay. What, 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 well, for me, it was like in high school and, um, you know, it's like its own little society, the high school that I went to. Mm-hmm. Like, it was like, um, I would say, um, man, it was like a country club high school mm-hmm. where it was um, a very small population of minority students. Mm-hmm. So, like, black, Latino population, very small. Mm-hmm. So, it was like a community within itself. And it was like a very fashion-oriented like um, so if your clothes, if you weren't wearing like the newest Tommy Hilfiger or polo or whatever, Boo-boo. yeah, back then <laughs> that was on its way out though. Yeah, Boo-boo and Carl Kanai, all that cross clothes, that was on its way out. Like nobody was wearing that shit uh-huh. anymore. It was Guess Tommy Hilfiger was Bila? that sort of thing. Um, that was kind of there. It's not really there anymore. Okay. Italians still wear it, but whatever, you know. So it was those were the kind of things that they would, and then. They would kind of look at your sneakers. It was kind of like people would look at your sneakers. Mm-hmm. And if you didn't have the hot sneakers, that was an easy target. Like, okay. You just got roasted uh-huh. just for that. What so, were the, Were they good roasts? I mean, how many roasts can no, you think they were of just with mean. shoes? They oh, were just yeah, all okay. mean. They were just all mean. Everything was like, you either poor or you're not. <laughs> and most of us were poor, yeah. but you had to pretend like you weren't. Mm, okay. I couldn't pretend that, that hard because, yeah. you know, it just, it was what it was. And I was kind of like, you know what? It doesn't matter because I like me and I don't care what y'all say. Oh, that's so sweet. I was, I was one of those people. I like me. So people were just like, you are a hater. Uh-huh. Like I was, lab- I was labeled a hater, but I was like, all really? right, it's cool. We're going to see. Uh-huh. In like 10, 15 years, we're going to see. <laughs> and then you became a comedian. I became a comedian. <laughs> so still ain't shit, kind of. But all those people really ain't shit. At least I ain't shit and I'm funny. Yeah, they, they've got their Tims, but you've been on the Eric Andre show. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah, so it was kind of like people would judge you for things like that. And it was really stupid mm-hmm. things. Like, you know, like if you, um, if a new song from Jay-Z came out and you didn't like it, mm-hmm. like you were considered, you were ostracized mm-hmm. pretty much for that. Mm-hmm. So... Wow. High school. High school was stupid, but now I mean, we're in comedy, so. Yeah. 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 <laughs> same thing. Same exactly. It's exactly the same. Yeah. Okay, so, and then you, so who, I want to know, like, who's somebody that's not well known at all from that time period that you love? Oh, my goodness. There's so many people. Um, Let's see. O.C. He mm-hmm. is um, an artist from Brooklyn, and he's, like, legendary. Mm-hmm. But he's not like a mainstream person. Like there's lots of underground hip hop that happens that's amazing. Like mm-hmm. another person that comes to mind, MF Doom. Oh, MF Doom I is awesome. Her. Yes. Okay. He's amazing. He's amazing. He wears like the, the, the Doctor Doom mask, yes. and he's and he just and he his rhyme his his rhyme flow is just insane. Like he kind of rhymes like he doesn't care about it. But what kind of can you give an example? Like if you oh, memorize anything. Um, I can't, even if I, even if I did it, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't do it justice. That's how good he is. Mm-hmm. But he kind of rhymes like if he were sitting in an armchair, kind of like leaning back like this and just <laughs> most amazing rhymes you've ever heard. Uh-huh. And, um, but I can give you one more person. Sean Price. Okay. 
He's an artist from Brooklyn, uh-huh. and oh man, me and my me and my co-host on the podcast, we always talk about him because he's one of the most amazing rappers I've ever seen in my life. Really, and of course, he's you know he's from Brooklyn, he's from uh-huh. my hometown, uh-huh. so you know people would always laud Big, and Big uh-huh. was great, but Sean Price, oh man, it was just another level. And is he still? Is he? Is he... Well, he recently passed. Well, he passed away. Okay, um, a couple years ago. Okay. Mm-hmm. But every time, every year around that time, I try to go home and go to his memorial. Wow, that's because... the love is deep. Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It's like our hometown heroes. But that's someone that, you know, I wish more people knew about. Yeah. Because he was just incredible. And why didn't he become popular? Well, um, it's a lot of the nonsense that goes on, like with the music industry. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like when you know a comedian that is amazing and you're like why are you not ridiculously famous mm-hmm. and it's because there are gatekeepers and things like that and you know there's more to it than just being amazing yeah like there's also the business side of it i hate that yep mm-hmm. oh yeah yeah it's a uh, i i hate that you have to be good at both parts yep and it's it's rare that you find somebody that's like yeah yeah um okay so sean but what do you love about sean bryce oh man um, he's incredibly smart mm-hmm. and he's funny in his rhymes. Uh-huh. Like he has the type of rhymes that will make you laugh mm-hmm. at the same time. Yeah. And, um, he's just, he's just dope. Do you he's remember really... any of them? Um. <laughs> like one of the funniest ones to you? <laughs> what was the funniest one? I think one of the funniest ones was, um, he did an album called Metal Detectors, mm-hmm. right? And he has a song. I forgot the name of the song. And he goes, um... He's talking about whack rappers now. Uh-huh. And he's like, I'm the man, and you out there stroking your uh with a lotion hand. <laughs> 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 and he doesn't even have to curse. He doesn't even have to say it. You already know what he's saying, and it's hilarious. It's a short, s- simple line. Lotion hand is... <laughs> So, like, a succinct of a description. <laughs> I do love that. Yep. I also, so it's like an interesting meter and not an exact rhyme, but it totally works. Yep. And I do love yep. that. And he was genius at that. You I, know? That's how I'm going to, when people shake my hand, I'm like, are you excited to see me or is this your lotion? <laughs> <laughs> Please do. Please do. Make that a thing. <laughs> Okay. (laughs) So how how would you say like what is your research about it? Like you have a whole podcast about this. So like, Mm -hmm. are you like doing regular research about it, or is it just all the stuff you you knew because you grew up in it? And well, I mean, I constantly would listen to different things, Mm -hmm. and it wasn't just the things that I liked. It was things that people recommended to me. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of research that goes into it, and when you um, are passionate about something. It's not even research. You're just having fun doing something that you love. Yeah. You know what I mean? So Yeah. Yeah. What's the thing that you hated the most? Like, what's a song or artist that you feel the most confident or comfortable saying on air? Oh, man. <laughs> you didn't like it. People, maybe people loved it, but you were not a fan. There is so many. I hate <laughs> to be... I hate to be that guy. I don't want to do be that it. hater. But it's like, it's the same you, space. you would see things 
that you know what's funny and this the whole safe space thing i wish i had that when i was younger i wish i had that in the 90s i never had a safe space home wasn't a safe space school wasn't a safe space what about your mind <laughs> definitely not not even that because i ended up in, co- in stand-up comedy so still still not even that um one person that um, this is gonna sound bad, I guess. That I just didn't, I didn't like at all, and it's gonna sound bad. Do was it, Iggy Azalea. That makes Wait, sense. Why is it gonna sound bad? Well, because it could easily be seen as, oh, you don't like women, you don't like white oh, women, okay. well, I mean, you don't like to, female rappers. To but be I, fair, I think white trash. women are kind of terrible sometimes. <laughs> I uh, said it. I, I did. It's okay. My best friend's white. Um, I I understand, and I I both find Iggy Azalea catchy and listenable, but understand people disliking her and don't mm-hmm. disagree with. Yeah. Now, can <laughs> I ask? Did, was your your hate just like overall, like you couldn't even listen to it, or was it just like I don't like what she's going for? It was just an eye roll because it was like I see what you're trying to do, and I'm not subscribing to it. Mm-hmm. Like this is, you know, what I'm saying like this is. I mean, I feel like it's fake. Mm-hmm. It's fake. Because, it is. Yeah. It doesn't feel like rap to me at all. Right. And it's like a lot of times um, people will like things just because they've been exposed to it a lot. Like mm-hmm. if you listen to yeah. commercial radio, you hear the same five or six songs mm-hmm. all day long. All like, day long. So, so it's kind of like, one, yeah. yeah, it's like hypnosis. It's like you're being programmed. Mm-hmm. And then after a while, you're like, you know what? This song isn't that bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but there's so much more that you haven't heard because it doesn't make it to the airwaves. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so there is something I wonder about with rap specifically mm-hmm. where there's there's definite disdain the more it feels like this person just followed the rap formula. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They follow, like, it's like they did pay by numbers. It's rap. not personal. And yeah. that's the difference. Like I've been following a, and kind of up and coming artist on Instagram called Chica mm-hmm. and her rap. Oh is yeah. Intensely I heard about personal mm-hmm. and I love it. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those things where I'm like, why aren't you super famous? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just like waiting for her to get super famous so I can tell people I knew it <laughs> way ahead of time. <laughs> But I think you have to seek those people out. You have to seek out the people that the industry hasn't found yet. For sure. Because there's, I mean, it's like there's no overnight successes. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not like, well, I put out this song and I didn't know that it was going to be famous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was working at the grocery store. Who is, no. Whose voice is that? I don't know. That's <laughs> You know, that's the voice I do for like <laughs> comedians that are just on stage that are like, well, I didn't know it was offensive. I would just oh. say what's on my mind. You know, I thought it'd be cool to make fun of women and, and women are dumb. Who knew they were half the audience? Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? So it's like, these are people that, you know, like maybe if you've heard about them, like maybe... Um, they come out with a hit song on the radio. Yeah. They've been grinding yeah. for, for like, like 10, 10 years, years before yes. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. It's like in comedy when people are like, oh, this new guy, Hannibal Burris, yeah. he's something else, oh, isn't yeah. he? Comedians to watch. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, are you kidding Kevin me? Hart. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I've known these people for years. Oh, man. Yeah. So you were always like searching the, these things out, and, mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. and then I would always like the underdogs. Like mm-hmm. I would like mm-hmm. something that people wouldn't necessarily like, 
Mm-hmm. And I would take a lot of heat for it, but I was like, I don't care, because that's dope. Like what? Oh, when Tyler, the creator, first came okay. out, right? Mm-hmm. And he is a very odd dude. It's an acquired taste. Yes, it is. It, yeah. is, it is. And he had a video um, called Yonkers, and he was like eating a roach in the video, and he was oh rapping. God. It was amazing. <laughs> and in the video, he I think he pretends to hang himself. Oh wow! And it's 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 all over the place. Uh-huh. But I was like, "Yo, this guy's gonna be a star." I like this guy. <laughs> and I remember everyone at work was like, "If you don't get that strange shit out of here," <laughs> and I was like, "Watch!" And then later that year, he blew up. And I was like, "Who told you about him first? Who?" And they were like, "Yeah, you did. You did. Okay, you give me that." Mm-hmm. He he's got like characters yeah. and stuff, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. wild. Like no one else is doing that, yeah. and it's it's one of those things you kind of have to admire. Is the he, ingenuity? Like, is he what we hoped um, Nicki Minaj would be? Because I feel like. Nicki Minaj, like she tried, she started doing those characters. I mean, she did. She had like five different and, but voices. But then it did. It was like it kind of died, or like it didn't. She didn't. I don't know. I don't know. People didn't love her last album, but I really liked her last <laughs> album, where it was just her, uh-huh. and a lot of it was like personal. Is and she, I heard she sang. She sang uh-huh. a lot on that album, uh-huh. and then when she's not singing, she's just starting fights <laughs> with oh, people. Well. It's like a whole album of her being like, "I'm mad at all of you. I've been working forever, yep. and no one recognizes it. Yep. And now I'm singing and deal with." It. Oh man, I said that. It's really pretty good. Yeah, I liked that album. Yeah. I mean, Tyler, he's also very talented. He plays instruments and yeah. everything. And that's a lot of things that people don't... And he also had a show on Adult Swim. He had oh. Loiter Squad. Oh, wow. Yeah. No yeah, which was... It was pretty cool. Okay, and, well... And he's also a clothing designer. So there's, there's a lot that goes into it. You can't just rap. Yeah. You you have you, to do everything. It's like comedy. He created exactly. a brand. <laughs> exactly. He's amazing at branding. Uh-huh. Because anytime you hear Tyler, the creator's involved, now you've got this image of what that means. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm, interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I I hope uh, the image people have of me and my brand is crying. Um, <laughs> 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 uh, but no, but back to 90s hip hop. Uh-huh. <laughs> so if you were to like just start somebody out and like getting to know, like really getting to know true 90s hip hop, what are like, I don't know, five albums that you would give them. Oh, man. Okay, five albums that I would give them to really start out with 90s hip-hop. Um, I would give them uh, Wu-Tang Clan, Enter the uh, 36 Chambers. Okay. I would give them that. And that feels particularly 90s hip-hop to you. Oh, yeah. for sure. It's just sure. good all around. It's it's amazing. It'll get you amped. It's okay. amazing. And you can say that about anyone that's in the Wu-Tang Clan. Okay. They're, just, they're just amazing. Um, then I would give them um, Notorious B.I.G., Ready to Die. Mm-hmm. Um, then, uh, let's see. I would give them um, Sean Price, Monkey Bars. I got to throw okay. that in there. That's a fun name for mm-hmm. an album. Monkey. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because and- it's... Bars. Yeah, like, it's I got that bars. double. Yep, B-R-Z. Tons. Tons. Oh, B-A-R-Z? Yep, it's B-A-R-Z. B-A-R-Z. Okay, I love a Z. I love it. <laughs> okay. Um, let's see. Um, then I'm gonna give him uh, Tupac. All eyes on me. Okay. I'll give him that album. Um, man, it's only five. Man, this is hard. 
This is so Make hard. it 10. It's fine. Um, number five, I would give, uh, I give him um, Jay-Z Reasonable Doubt. Oh. Early, early Jay-Z. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And those, and do you still listen to those, like, to this day? I do. Uh-huh. I do. Mm-hmm. For the most part. Mm-hmm. I listen to a lot of, like, um, man, I don't want to sound like one of those old guys that are like, you kids, <laughs> you kids don't know what's good. You don't know what good means. I don't want to be that guy. Yeah. But I listen to, like, a lot of that stuff that I enjoyed, like, during my youth. Mm-hmm. I mean, I still listen to, um, you know, like, stuff that comes out today. Like, I still listen to, like, Tyler's new album, Igor really good and does that i mean the new any of the new stuff like especially tyler like does any of that excite you the same way that you got excited about any of those 90s albums not really really. not really because there's a lot of mumble rap and that's not my thing and then you know there's so many different styles that came out of like the 90s 2000 era like hip-hop really took shape Mm mm-hmm in that era, because you had your Jay-Z, you had your Wu-Tang Clan, you had Ja Rule, you had DMX. You had the Fugees. You had the Fugees, yeah. Incredible. What are the words that you used to describe the kind of styles that came out? Like, the different rap styles, the different music styles, the arrangement styles? Like, what are those? What are the words you used to describe those? Man, that's a lot. It's like, uh, let's see, some of it was hardcore. Mm-hmm. It was all creative. Mm-hmm. And it was, um, man, like stylistically brilliant. It's like some of the things that people would say, like when I would listen to like a Raskas album, and he's like one of the most intelligent rappers out there. Mm-hmm. Like the things he would say. Like he had a song talking about conspiracy theories and religion and the Illuminati. Mm-hmm. And. It all made sense. It was amazing. And someone wrote like a, a dissertation. Black man came on this podcast and said the Illuminati <laughs> made sense. Uh, <laughs> does, that mean that, does that mean that my career is canceled? Oh, man. I don't mean to alarm anyone, oh, but man. what shape do you think the world is? <laughs> hmm. A triangle, perhaps? <laughs> I ain't seen the end of it. Hey, you seen the end of it, bro? No. <laughs> Um, that's dope okay so he's like and so what does does this person i mean is he just talking about it like just in an interesting way or does did he actually believe in the illuminati oh no he's talking about like um the the truths that people don't see in the conspiracies mm. and yeah. he's like breaking it down yeah. and breaking down like um you know religion and Jesus and things like that. Like he's doing that while rhyming words together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. And I believe that song is called Nature of a Threat. Mm-hmm. And okay. it's pretty dope. Pretty dope. He also has um, Soul on Ice where he talks about that oh. too. Soul on Ice. Oh, he yeah. talks about the book? Yeah. No, he talks about, well, actual- it's, it's the same. Yeah, it's the same name as the book. Okay. But he talks about um, like George Bush and things like that. Mm. Mm. You know, the stuff we don't see. Are you a big conspiracy person? Um, kind of, sort of. yes. Like, not really, but there are certain things Is that Is it I'm, a conspiracy I'm, if it happened? I'm just saying. Right. <laughs> <laughs> there are certain things that are being fed to the public that I don't believe. Like, I'm, you know, like, I'm not a religious person. Mm-hmm. I'm not. Not really. I was raised hyper-religious, mm-hmm. and that's what kind of led me to believe, like, Maybe this is not for me. Mm-hmm. Maybe this is not all true. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. An arc, 
with two of everything on the plane. Yeah. Not buying it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Epstein. Mm-hmm. What about Epstein? Oh. Definitely didn't kill yeah. yeah. No. That's, yeah. Yeah. As the means would suggest. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What other, do you have, do you, but do you actually have conspiracy theories though about things that you like follow? Maybe you would say it's not a conspiracy. It's like. <laughs> nah, not really. No. Because really. the new things are just. They're just out of control. Yeah. Just, no, yeah. Like MK too... Ultra, we can prove stuff. But like the new stuff where they're like, the world is flat and yeah, there's a secret, yeah, whatever. And you're yeah. just like, come on. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like the, the earth is encased in a glass in a dome. box or what? dome or yes, something. That's I'm a like, dome. It's, yeah. This is how a catchphrase for my podcast happened is we did an episode on flat earthers. And as a joke said, thank Jesus for the dome. And now, anytime we say anything, or anytime we like talk to a listener, they're like, yeah, 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 I can't wait to see you at the live show. Thank Jesus for the dome. And That's just like, it just happened. Oh my God. And now people cross stitch it on stuff and mail it to us. So, you know. <laughs> Maybe the dome is real. Is all thank Jesus for the thank dome. Thank Jesus for the dome. Mm-hmm. What is the purpose of the dome? Um, the. Lord. Oh Lord! Okay, maybe that's it. Creates our weather. Yeah. Oh my. And it God. also keeps us from falling off the flat surface because yep. gravity's not real because the flat Earth is in a constant state of acceleration upward, and that creates the illusion of gravity. Yep. See now, why isn't there Nelly's Air Force One response <laughs> to flat Earth? <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> I got flat earth. Yeah. You got flat earth. <laughs> yeah, those are the people that are like, your sunlight is fake. Yes. Like. Your sunlight is projected across the dome by the Bilderberg group to keep us all in a state of constant awakeness when yep. we should be napping. Wow. Also chemtrails for some reason. Yep. Yep. Did I mention that the bushes are lizards? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god so 90s hip hop guys yeah. <laughs> the Clintons also lizards <laughs> what is the thing what is the like one or two things that you wish people knew about 90s hip hop that they don't like most people don't even even people who would consider themselves hip hop fans um I can only say that I, I wish they knew about um that there was more than just what was on the radio. Mm-hmm. Like, there was more. But, I mean, sometimes it's hard to find these people. Sometimes, in order to get certain types of hip-hop or certain artists, you literally have to buy their album as they're selling it to you out of a trunk. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's just so hard. So I missed my opportunity at the 99 Cent Store earlier today. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That happens sometimes. Wow, I feel like that that's happens. the one good thing the internet has brought us is it's made it easier for people to expose everyone to their music and Absolutely. To find it. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. So if they had SoundCloud in the 90s, yeah. we wouldn't be in the state we're in. It could have changed the music <laughs> landscape for it's sure. It's true. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of people that could have been um, hugely successful artists that are now living their regular lives because they couldn't get their, their dreams off the, the ground, you know? I want to talk about gatekeepers and how, like, what do you think? I mean, because we're always going to have gatekeepers. Mm -hmm. But do you feel like the gatekeepers are, like, 
either their sensibilities have shifted or the 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 makeup like the cultural makeup of who's in charge is changing i just because i feel like that has such a big impact on what we what gets to other people's ears it does and trends change but the one thing that will never change is that these people want to they want to make money yeah and they want to make lots of it yeah so it doesn't they don't really at this point they don't care what the message is because mm-hmm. at, at one point there used to be i remember people were catching a lot of heat because it was like oh you're you're your lyrics are violent and it's it's uh you know it's influencing children oh, and yeah. we have to we have to get this off the airways mm-hmm. but no one's really saying that anymore they were like actual yep. um yep. uh defenses yep. people were building whole defenses in court cases off yep. of rap music yep mm-hmm. but a lot of that happened because i mean cuz hip hop has been around for a long time and mm-hmm. it was, when it was just um you know like black people listening to it in black neighborhoods, mm-hmm. no one cared what was being said. Mm-hmm. But as soon as it made it to the airwaves, and now there are white people listening to it, and white children mm-hmm. in the suburbs, now it's a problem. Now we gotta, now we gotta police this. Yeah. Now we gotta take care of this and censor this message. Mm-hmm. That's what, that's what happened. Yeah, you were saying um, uh, uh, there was this YouTube of like white people listening to uh, rap. Oh, oh, I mean, there's many, yeah, and it's always hilarious because there's white people that like seek out and listen to good hip hop, sure. good rap, mm-hmm. and then there's the rest of the white people, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and first of all, them trying to understand what rappers are saying, always a thing. But then also, if you have like middle aged people listening to rap, mm-hmm. the shock, yep, the shock and all, yep, yeah. But you were saying that like they listen and then they're like horrified and then eventually they're like, oh yeah, this is catchy though. I, I it was get it. specifically for Kendrick Lamar. Me. They yeah. they were playing Kendrick Lamar's Butterfly, mm-hmm. and to hear people be like, this is intense, but I get it. Uh, okay, like this is uncomfortable, but this is profound. If that makes mm-hmm. sense, and it's there is kind of a shift, and I feel like the more you listen to hip hop and different kinds of hip hop mm-hmm. and good hip hop, A, the more that you like it, but also B, the more you start to understand where it comes from mm-hmm. right. and start to appreciate A, the people who've laid the groundwork, but also B, the people that are innovating now, which mm-hmm. is great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But for the most part, it's marketing. Yeah. Because there's someone in a boardroom that decides what you get to hear uh-huh. and that's what they just because i mean when you have people like dmx mm-hmm. right I love DMX. who amazing ama- <laughs> he owned like the tail end of the 90s and the yes. 2000s and people seem to forget about dmx's reign in hip-hop uh-huh. he's in and, every movie trailer from yep. like the last <laughs> yes 90s. and his you know what i'm saying and his like um his delivery his style uh-huh. It's unbelievable. His live shows are amazing. Uh-huh. I have heard nothing but amazing things where people are, are like, at a certain point, the entire audience is barking and it's fantastic. Exactly. <laughs> he did that. He did that. And he'll do all that. And he'll, you know, everything he says is, I will fuck you up. Talk is cheap. That's DMX. <laughs> and then at one point he has a prayer 
And he does a prayer and he's he's weeping while he's praying. Oh my god. And the whole audience is also weeping and praying. Oh it's it's amazing. Intense. It's amazing. Wow. That's crazy. We were watching reruns of the Chappelle show at home <laughs> on Christmas and they showed the episode that DMX was on mm-hmm. and he does like four songs wow. where and even dave comes out and he's like yeah he just kept playing songs <laughs> yep. so we left pretty much all of it in basically mm-hmm. and he's just going hard uh-huh. it's amazing uh-huh. it's so fun yep. and to, and for that for it to get there for yeah. you to hear his yeah. music someone in a boardroom <laughs> that's amazing with a suit yeah. and glasses had to say yeah I think this will sell. I think I think people will pay money for this. You know what? I like it. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Exactly. That's that is incredible. Yeah. yeah. So there's people that get the thumbs down that don't get the light of day. Yeah. And those people decide that. Those people that probably never listen to hip hop, mm-hmm. couldn't care less about it, yeah. are the people in charge. And but I mean, other than the fact that they have money, you know, like none of it makes sense, but like how is it that they get it right sometimes? On accident, I think. Yeah, think? sometimes they don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sometimes they, you like know, Iggy, I mean, a lot of times. Iggy Azalea, they got yeah. it wrong. <laughs> somebody just said, this is going to be a That was yeah. They were like, somebody they, Somebody just said, this is going to be a money-making venture. Like, uh-huh. they're just yeah. going to have everybody involved, and this is going to be amazing. Let's do it. Yeah. I Let's mean, do it. sometimes they get it accidentally very right. Like, yeah. look at Cardi B. Mm-hmm. Like, if you used to watch her on Instagram back in the day, she's insane. Mm-hmm. And somebody was like, yeah, what if we gave her more money? Mm-hmm. And then she sells kajillions of albums. Yeah. yeah. But that's luck of the draw. Yeah. That, came from, that came from a crossover clout is what I call that. Because yeah. the people liked her on the show. Yeah. 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 And then that translated into a rap career. Well, it's also very clear she is a climber. Yeah. Like, I just went to... So I, full disclosure, I've never watched the show. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I literally have only seen clips. Yeah. And so I was just going back on clips to, like, work on a joke. And I was just watching all the clips of her as her either in somebody's face creating drama but knowing exactly what she's doing. Yep. Mm-hmm. Or in somebody's face because they didn't give her the opportunity they said they were going to. Like, they went yeah. back on their word. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh. Or the cutaways where she's like, I knew he didn't do that, but I'm crazy. <laughs> and you're just like, <laughs> she wins. Yeah. But she's that rare person that's like, that's got enough talent to back it up, but then also has that marketing know-how of like, I'm going to get what I want. Mm-hmm. And I think it combined with, you know, the gatekeepers also thinking that could work. Mm-hmm. But She's there's, from the Bronx. Yeah, there's <laughs> 50 the other Cardi B's that we'll never hear about. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I know a lot of them. <laughs> oh, they're I your spent, friends. I spent a lot of time in the Bronx. So <laughs> once I saw her, I was like, oh, yeah, she's definitely authentic yeah. in the Bronx. Uh-huh. Yeah, like so, why isn't yeah. Angel Hayes that? We'll never know. I have no idea who that is. I'll play some for you later. Okay. Really but some, yes, yeah, someone has to green light mm-hmm. your success mm-hmm. before you quote unquote make it. But do yeah. you think that's the, I mean, not that we can change it, but like, is that the best way for it to happen? I think it's changing. Mm-hmm. It, it is, is definitely changing because you can find, just like you said, Paige, mm-hmm. you can find people on SoundCloud mm-hmm. and all different types of uh, independent like um, platforms where you can find these people mm-hmm. i remember remember when myspace had music you yes. could find oh, artists yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. myspace, had, myspace had music you find artists that way and then myspace had comedy uh-huh 
And oh, then you did it? Find, it did. It did not go That's as well as I the That's how I got my first, my first TV credit came from MySpace because I put my comedy up and then somebody was like, hey, do you want to be on Last Comic Standing? I was oh like, my God. I was like, oh, you bullshitting. So I gave him my number and then somebody from Hollywood called me up and was like, hey, you've got an audition for the show. Oh, my God. And then, MySpace. Show. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't go right, far, but I right. was on the show. Okay, Tom. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you get enough people to notice the gatekeepers get involved. Yeah. They want a piece of it. Yeah. For sure. Okay, so what is what is the... Mm, I'm trying to figure out what how to phrase this. But I want to know, like, what's the blackest thing in 90s hip-hop? Man. Um, I don't know. It was, it was so much because it, it influenced... So much. Mm-hmm. So I, I would say that it's different depending on who you ask. Yeah. Because it at, at one point it was called the shiny suit era because, you know, people were wearing like silver bubble coats and uh-huh. silver everything. Oh, the trash puffy. bag outfit. Oh, yeah. Puffy. Yeah. Yep. Puffy influenced that. Uh-huh. And That's why he has a suit company now. I remember, I remember it, there was a point where... Because hip hop artists would wear ski goggles uh-huh. in their videos. There are people walking around with ski goggles. So insane. At all types of the year. And I was just kinda like, you've never skied in your life. <laughs> I was like I was like in college, I was, oh my was God. one that I was wanna, ski goggles. I wanna and I was see like, that REI. I was like, dude, like- we're we're in biology right now and, they were and you're the wearing ones yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah you're wearing ski goggles oh and i was like God. this is insane so it influences what people do but then at the same time if you have a kid that has listened to eminem around that time because mm-hmm. i knew so many kids that um colored their hair blonde oh wow to be like eminem back then that was the thing yep. that's that's kind of I don't know if Justin Timberlake was inspired inspired to do his ramen noodle hair because of that, but it's around the same time. Oh no, time. he had he had his own following of maniacs, and he was on top of the charts at that time too. So I just yeah. want I just want somebody to recreate the, the looks on the faces of the workers at the REI as like thousands. <laughs> We're sold out of ski goggles again. <laughs> Can I get a restock on sea goggles? Yeah. <laughs> like, did they even know what they were asking for? Man, I want this, the thing from the video. Because yep. I, I remember seeing people in the mall with ski goggles on, and I was like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, what is happening? Oh, that is so funny. Thank God that style is gone. And it's never coming back, hopefully. What is the best thing that is like happened now because of what happened in, in 90s hip hop? Hmm. I feel like I would say it's the the freedom of expression to be able to um, have a song about whatever you want, because, you know, now people are talking about, um, you know, people are openly talking about, you know, doing drugs and all types of stuff in hip hop music. But there were like groups like Two Live Crew that went to jail for that Mm -hmm. back in like the 90s. And NWA, like they, you know, they shut down their concerts and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then, um, you know, at one time, Ice-T had a song called Cop Killers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and now. Yeah. 
yeah, and now because it's like when I talk to people about Ice T, they're like, oh yeah, he's on um he's on TV, he's on Law and Order, he's been on he's Law on Twitter, Twitter. yeah, exactly. <laughs> I did just listen to a really good podcast uh, where they talked about the Tupac and Biggie thing, and mm-hmm. and that one of the things they brought up is that the Ice T song, but how he did he did there's two versions of that song. Mm-hmm. And one of them is a heavy metal version. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, more yeah. recently, yeah, because yeah. he has a heavy metal band now. Mm-hmm. He does. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, he was speaking about what was happening, like yeah. in the world yeah. at that time, like, current events. <laughs> like it's so funny. Like I saw, um, I saw a meme where you know someone was like in the meme they were like, why are, why is everyone in hip hop so critical of the police? And then, yeah, that was me. That's what I mean. And then someone said, you know what? You really have to think about that because you've never heard someone make a song about fuck the fire department. (laughs) That song doesn't exist. (laughs) Because they come when you need them. (laughs) Exactly. Why isn't there a song about uh, fuck the the meter maid? Because, man... Really? Uh, parking enforcement. The parking God enforcement. damn it, man. Yeah. God damn LA, man. Yeah. I would like to make my money back with this song. Thank you. <laughs> uh, well, Neil, it was so great having you on the podcast. Oh, thank you for having me here. Yeah, oh, this is great. A lot of fun. Yeah. Um, you guys, thank you for listening, and we'll be black next time. <laughs>